Okay, we are continuing the, the very moment of Gimel and Mabed. The last thing we talked about was Koresh. We were talking about how Koresh was a, uh, he was a non-Jewish king, but he was following the Jewish uh, time, meaning that we followed from Nisan. But then we said, yeah, but it took him to Ganjuzik, the one with Nisan and one's with uh, Tishrei. So we said, but that was be- one moment before he's Hechmit, before he became uh, Vindarized, spoiled. And what was after he got spoiled, meaning after he became not such a great king? The Gemara says, the Bambatim of God have gone to ask a God attack question. Is that true? Did he really become, let's say, spoiled? It's written in Saber Ezra. I'll read the Pasuk here from the. Uh, on the Savaria, just to uh, have the proper pronunciation. So I probably don't have to translate it, but just for myself, I'll translate it. So it says as follows, and that which they need, B'nai Torin means young bulls. The Torah is like a shore. Uh, Dichrin is a ram. Rams. Imrin are lambs. Eleven and love. Eleven means for a lot, for a burnt offering. For the God in heaven. Chintin is like chita, a wheat. Malach, salt. You know, uh, salt with the korbanot. Hamar is wine. Mashach is oil. Okay. Kamea marka hanaya, like the word of the priests in the Yerushalayim. Lehevi mitiyayiv lahom biyom biyom. That should be uh, given to them day by day. Dilo shalu. Without fail. Like without having to ask again. So he's like really, for the point is, Koresh in Sefer Ezra is donating all the materials for the functioning of the Beit So what kind of bad king is this? This sounds like a great king. What could be possibly be bad? So Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Rabbi Mitunach. He says, I can, uh, from your own, literally means from, from your own burden, from your own puzzle, basically, you could say that it is uh, uh, problematic. But to say, Dilahon mehakrabin yichochin. Oh, sorry, I should read here. La Elah Shemaya umetzalin lachayeh malka uvenoe. Meaning, the next part, the next pasuk explicitly says, what was his intention in giving all these things? Yeah, you're being down like Kapsut, but he gives the things just to be selfless and to help the Jewish people. That's what it says. It says that they may sacrifice offerings of sweet savor to the God of heaven and. Pray for the life of the king and his sons. And the whole idea is basically, you know, he's like hedging his bets. He might as well, you know, uh, have some uh, offerings on my behalf. So he was selfish. That's the idea. Uh, so it's interesting. You know, you can see like, you know, you take the same act, and one person will be like, wow, what a great guy. And then person, ah, that guy's no good. He did it for something because he's selfish or whatever. He just wants to get the credit. You know, the guy gives a great, great donation to the shul. What a great guy. Yeah, he just wants his name in the plaque. Ah, that guy's, you know, that's what you got. So I guess my attitudes. Okay, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Oman David Hachi Lama Yuti. And I'm just saying, somebody does that, it's not, it's not good. I understand, it's not a good thing to donate. Hey, you, you have your interest for yourself and your sons. That's not still not good. They have time, but didn't we learn in the bright though? How Omer, Sala Zolit Saka, Bishril Shiachyu Banai, Bishril Shiachyu Banai, Bishril Shiachyu The guy says, here's a coin for Zadaka, for, you know, for the purpose of my son should. Um, my son should live, and I should get, uh, I should merit Olam Haba. This person is a completely righteous person. So what are you talking about? It's good to donate things, even if you have a selfish motive. Mark says, Lokasha has no difficulty here. Kam be Israel, Kam be One's for Jews, one's for non-Jews. Whoa, whoa, why that? Let's look at Rashi. Rashi, at the, the end of the first, uh, end of the last wide line on the top, Rashi says, Kam be Israel shelibo leshamayim. His heart, his heart is intended for heaven. Vi miriim lo b'chayav, and no kredo togar. If they think that, like, so he gives a sucka, it's a good 
things will happen. But then bad things happen. He doesn't uh, ask Shilohs about that. He doesn't get upset. He assumes that the reason he's suffering is because his own sins have sort of like overpowered that stucker they did. But then the idolater, if he doesn't get what he wanted, he sort of starts complaining and say, ah, that guy's no good, whatever. So it's sort of like a bad thing. So the point is that you're saying that yes, it's true, we do have the stories about Jews giving tzedakah, that's about Jews and the Jewish attitude, and the, the Korish won't give the same benefit of the doubt to Korish. Be by the Alternatively, what can we say? Um... Another alternative from whether we know that he became, uh, let's say, corrupted or uh, spoiled. Dichtiv, as it says, as follows: He says. How should the, how should the, uh, the the house be built? The the the, the Mikdash, with three rows of great stones and a row of new timber, and let the expense be paid out of the king's house. Now that's a very strange thing to do. Stone and wood. What's going on here? So Gemara says, um, Why did he make it this way? It's very strange. So he says, Savar. He thought like this. Very sinister. Imar dubi Yehudai. If the Jews will rebel against me. Ikliye binura. I will I will burn it with fire, and because it has the wood there, it will be become more flammable. So that's the idea. He says, ah, oh, you see, he is really sinister. This Korish. He, he was building this Beit Hamikdash, but he had it like an out clause, literally like built in to the to the Mikdash itself. I says, wait a second, that's a that's a little harsh. Atu Shlomo lo Didn't Shlomo do exactly the same thing and put wood in the Mikdash? Vakti, but it says here Malachim Aleph. It says Shlosha to Regazit, right? Three rows of hewn stone, Fitur Krutot Arazim, and a and a row of a uh, hewn um, cedar wood. So what's going on here? I says, Nah, Shlomo Avad Milamala, but Shlomo put the wood higher up. He put it lower down. I guess they had down lower down, so like it's more like with the foundation. So if that burns up, the whole, the whole wall collapses. Shlomo shake Shlomo like set it into the building. Okay, so it wouldn't be so uh, flammable. Ihu lo shake but he Koresh, didn't set it deep into the building. That's a difference. Shlomo sadia Shlomo he plastered it with plaster. Ihu lo sadia He didn't plaster it over with plaster. It's exposed and therefore much more susceptible to. Fire. But again, you see, it's like the same theme all each time, right? Koresh does something upset that's sensibly, it's not necessarily a bad thing at all, and you can judge it good or bad, however you want. Okay. Now, Gemara says, Rav Yosef, Tamer Rav Yitzchak, Midalan de Achmitz. So, another source, what, where, from where do we know that he became, let's say, soured? Behacha, from this passage, it says as follows in Nechemia. It says, Vayomer lo Hamelech, Vahashegel Yoshevet etzlo. The king said to him, and the, she, the Shegal, or the Shegal, excuse me, was sitting by him. And my Shegal, what does it mean, Shegal? It's a kalbita. It was a dog, a female dog. Okay, what's the idea there? Uh, does Rashi point this out? Or it just says here, Rashi says, kalbita lemishkav. It's for sexual relations. We're warned about this also, and then are not allowed to engage in bestiality, and that's what we think the king had, had this element of bestiality. So that is something that he became corrupted in. in that. Uh, you are lifted, it's about the Belshazzar. You have lifted yourself above the Lord. And they brought the vessels of his house before you. 
Chamra Shatin Bahun. So it says, you and your lords and your Shagal, we'll see, and your concubines, you drink wine. Now, what's the point here? He says, If the Shagal is a dog, What, does a dog drink wine? That doesn't really make sense. Like the Psalm and the puzzle doesn't seem to make sense at all. Because the dogs don't drink wine. But it says, no, Halukalsha, that's not difficulty. Uh, he, he trains it, and they drink wine. Okay, it reminds me like these old Jewish shows. These old Jewish shows, like, oh, wait, what's on the wall? You know, a herring. You know, herring is on the wall. This herring goes on the wall. You know, no, no, no. You know, no, these old stupid Jewish shows. Like, I'll tell you later. Okay, Elamiyada. Now the Gemara says, Dichtib, it says, Benot melachim beyakrutech natzva. Nitzva shegal liminach bechetam ofir. It says as follows, King's daughters are among your favorites. Upon your right hand stands a shagal, a consort, in gold of ofir. Now, again, um, if Ishagal is a dog, what's the Navi saying to Bnei Yisrael over here? And uh, so he's saying, Hachi Kamar, this we saying, Beschar Shechaviva Torah Yisrael Kishagal Ovekochavim, and the reward that Bnei Yisrael has a, 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 a Torah so beloved to it, the way a Shagal is to the non-Jews, it seems like a little smack in the face there. Zachitem Leketem Ovir, you merited the gold of Ovir. Okay. It's uh, a place. Or you could say, no. A shagal really just means a queen. Like, straight up, just means a queen. Okay? But Rabbi Barlema Gemara Gamirla. Rabbi Barlema had a tradition that it means a dog. Okay? But my Karla Shagal. So why they call a shagal? Shahaita Chaviva Alav Kishagal. Because she was as precious to him as a shagal. That's a consort. Like someone he would be with. Right? Inami show shagal. He placed the dog next to the, like, in the place of the shagal. Like, like uh, where, where, like, the queen would sit, basically. He put it, like, in a throne or something. Ibaidema. Alternatively. Okay. Minalandachmi is another, another uh, alternative for how we know Korish went bad. Mehacha says here as follows in Sefer Ezra. It says, Ad kesat kakrin me'ah. It says, up to a hundred talents of silver. Ad chintin korin me'ah. Up to a hundred measures of wheat. Uh, batin me'ah, up to a hundred uh, batin, it's like a, um, a measurement also of, uh, of wine. La batin meshach and a hundred uh, batim of oil. Umalach tilochtav, and salt without any uh, like written uh, limit to it. So what's the idea here? Me'ikara below kitsuta. Originally there was no limit at all. Okay, but ah, uh, All of a sudden, now there's a limit, right? The first giving all of these things, it's like, yeah, just whatever you guys need. And then it's like, oh, you have this amount, this amount. Still a lot, of, it's still a lot, but there's a, there's a difference, there's a limit. And that's why that's where it goes bad. says, um, but maybe the Gemara says he didn't know like what the limit should be. Like he said, whatever you guys need. And then at a certain point, he learned what the limit would be. And he said, okay, this is what I'm going to give. Like, it makes sense. That budget, there's nothing wrong with budgeting. You know, like, it's like no, it has the other gift. The other gift is not nice at all. What are you talking about? It doesn't make sense at all. So there's no element of the Gemara. rather will say, as we said before, they became uh, cor- the, the corruption was this uh, issue with the uh, with the uh, the consorts, with the Shagal. Maybe that's the issue. Okay, so that's uh, that's the story with Koresh, or maybe he wasn't so fantastic after all. Okay, the Gemara now picks up with the Mishnah. That we count the uh, the first of Nisan as the Rosh Hashanah for Galim. The Gemara says Vergalim beachab Nisanu. What do you mean? The first should be the first of Nisan. Vergalim beachab Nisanu. The first of the holidays is on the fifteenth of Nisan. That's what Pesach is. It's a little strange to count the Vergalim from the first of Nisan when the holidays in the start of the fifteenth. So I'm going to say an obvious answer. Regal Shabo Rosh Hashanah Vergalim. So Rosh Hashanah says no. It means it's the holiday in which you have the Rosh Hashanah for Regalim. Okay. Um, one second. 
Rashi says, Regos to who bechodesh hanichnas becha binisan who rosh not levergalim. Right, the the, the holiday that ha- that's in that particular month. So that's the uh, that's the one. Okay, um, fine. Mm-hmm. Not the place. Sorry. Um, nafkamina, what's the nafkamina for this? Like, who cares? Like, why does it even matter? Like, why we're calculating? Which rig, which of the rigalim is the Rosh Hashanah rigalim? Like, what difference does that make? Who cares? It's just we have the same holidays anyway. Anyways, Mar says linoder lemekam alei bebal ta'acher. The difference is for a neder, okay, or one who makes a vow. And this is, by the way, the, for a lot of like semantic type of things, the nafkamina is the nedar. Okay, because we think, oh, I say this, and whatever you're trying to say, whatever the definition is, matters, because you have to fulfill your vow. So what's the idea? That there's a halacha called bal ta'acher, do not, lo ta'acher do not delay in paying off your neder. We have to know how, when you'd be in violation of them. So, Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon, and this is the question of Shimon, the thing is we taught in Brighton, echadon oder v'echadon makdish, echadon ma'arich, anybody who makes a vow, or somebody who is a, makes a hektish, sanctifies somebody to the base of Mikdash, ma'arich is like arachin, also a certain type of, it's also a certain type of vow, like saying a certain value of something will be offered to the Mikdash. Once three holidays pass by, you're in violation of Baal Okay, that's the Tamil Kama's opinion about the violation of Baal Ta'achar. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Gimel Regalim, he agrees also to Regalim, but Kisidran, in their order. Okay, they have been ordered. And then you have to manage which one's first. And that's what it says here, Bechagamasot, Trila. And Bechagamasot, right? But Pesach is the first one. Bechagaya, Kemei Rabbi Shimon Yochai Omer. And this Rabbi Shimon Yochai said, Regalim, Pem Gimel, Pem Dala, Pem Chabisha. Sometimes when it comes to Regalim, it can pass um, three Regalim before you're in violation. Sometimes you'll pass four Regalim before you're in violation. And sometimes you'll pass Five regular before you violation. Okay, side how so? We just play it out. Then another lifnei pesach. We make another before pesach. Gimel. So you only have three regular pesach, shavuot, and the sukkot. Lifnei atzera. If you do before atzera, which is shavuot, chamisha, you have five shavuot, sukkot, and then pesach, shavuot, sukkot. What's that? You have a whole following here exactly. Lifnei chag. If you make another before chag, then it will be arba before sukkot. Be sukkot, and then pesach and shavuot, and then sukkot again. Okay, fine. We will stop there. Shukoch. And what's that?